Hey guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com, part one of this week's New Music Saturday podcast includes an interview with, for the first time, both members of Lemonade Kid. We absolutely love Lemonade Kid. They have continuously released music roughly once every three months for the last five years or so. They have an enormous back catalogue. Uh, and they've had a bit of a gap because of obviously COVID and stuff. Um, and, and it's been six months and we're all sitting here going, oh my God, we need more Lemonade Kit, which of course is ridiculous because most bands release something every couple of years. My own band has been working on an album for like five years. We probably ought to finish that. Uh, so, so, but yeah, six months without Lemonade Kit and we're all you know craving it. Uh, and they're back, they've got something brilliant. They're about to release something else. We've almost missed the boat with this interview, but it's a brilliant interview. They're great guys, they're great fun, they make amazing music. And their new EP is probably my favorite to tie, anyway. Uh, my favorite um, release by theirs. Um, absolutely fantastic. And then, to be honest with you, there is a whole there's some really super heavy stuff, and then we go a little bit. Funky pop, and then we go a little bit uh, mellow at the end. It's a great mix in part one. Bonesy's done a fantastic job. So I'm really excited about this week. We had a good laugh as well. Uh, I think you'll enjoy this. I know you'll enjoy this actually. Uh, and then part two is on the way shortly as well. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, please keep doing that. Please keep telling other people that you're listening because that's great. We're spreading the love, um, sharing the love of music. Uh, so thank you. You're awesome. Hope you're all keeping well. Hope you're all staying safe. I hope there's as much light at the end of the tunnel in wherever you are in the world as there appears to be in the UK at the moment. We're coming out of this and we're feeling good about it. Um, we're even booking gigs, so happy days uh, for later in the year. Um, I'm going to stop talking and let you enjoy the music. Cheers, guys. Love you all. Hi, this is Rich from the band We Three Kings. You're listening to New Music Saturday with the legends Dr. Bones and Mike Five. So you know what to do. Turn it up. It makes sense. Let's go. Is, is, that, is that a good lead-in? I mean, what's that? to new music saturday i'm sorry we're about a half hour late but we're finally on the air so 
Welcome, everyone. It's uh, myself, Dr. Bones, the Doc of Rock. Not a medical doctor, but a doctor of many other things. And, of course, my co-host and partner in crime, the guitar should be which they were, Mike Five. What's happening, Mike? All right, brother. I'm good. I'm really good. Um, I've been really excited about tonight because we've got a really, really um, cool band to interview and some really, really good music. And um, I've actually been doing some research. Would you like to hear some things I found out this week? Please enlighten us. <laughs> There you go. This is for anyone listening to this. This is genuinely hasn't got a clue what I'm about to say now. So that's why Doctor Bain sounds really nervous. And um, did you know that August the twentieth is National Lemonade Day? Uh, I did not know. No, nor did I until this week. Uh, this is my interview prep. Okay. Um, did you know that frozen lemonade made its debut in 1840 in Naples? Wow. Uh, nope. I hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know that either. I didn't know that either. Uh, and what was the other one? Oh, I've lost the other fact. Hang on. Oh, not as prepared as I thought. Oh, there you go. Lemonade apparently can trace its origins back to the Egyptians uh, when lemon juice was mixed with sugar to make a beverage known as, I think it's Katarmizat, which I guess means lemonade is ancient Egyptian, I don't know. Uh, so there you go. There's, there's three lemonade facts. Um, and I guess that, that sort of helps introduce the band, does it? I, I believe so. Just in case you wonder what Mike is rambling on about nonsensically, is our musical guest, Lemonade Kid and Jared. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Hello, gents. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm good, thanks. Um, yeah. You threw out the Lemonade Day, and I always <laughs> think to myself every year when I miss Lemonade Day by about two or three days, I think... Next year, I'm going to make sure I know when Lemonade Day is, but I can never remember to remember to find out when it is. So maybe this year. You said it was August, so I'll, I'll put it in my diary for August. So. It is August out. the 20th, National Lemonade Day. Okay. Um, and it would it would definitely be a missed promotion opportunity. Uh, it's, also a, it's also a Friday, which is a good day to bring a record out, Dom. Yeah, that is going to be... A definite release day, I think, isn't it? August twentieth. <laughs> it's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. And you know, it's not like anyone else has got any other plans on August the twentieth this far ahead of they? So, well, get it in the diaries. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, but we have we have got a summer EP out. That's probably would that be too late for summer? Maybe, but hey, we'll we'll see. I think you're on to a winner. I think we. Between us, we've uh, sorted your marketing for the next six months or however long. Yeah, you've given, you've given us a date for a song. Thank you for that. And I think we'll be in time for summer as well. So that's um, that's good. We, we Excellent. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now go, write, write music. <laughs> well, we've, we've probably got a backlog of about a year, so uh, we're, we're all right. <laughs> right on. Hmm. Well, speaking of, let's get to talking about the new EP, Fantastic Colors. So, yeah. um, first off, um, uh, Dom, I remember when you sent me the message uh, about the new EP, and they said there's one where you're wrapped. It's like, well, this should be interesting. And like, it was pretty cool. So, I, I first, I want to ask, like, what kind of gave you the idea to, to, to attempt that for, uh, well, kind of almost the first time ever? <laughs> um, yeah, I think it would be something we had been thinking about doing for a long time, because both Jared and I, we're quite into sort of like Pop Will Eat Yourself and bands like that, uh, like indie sort of rap. 
And um, Jared always, we always sort of say, oh yeah, we're going to do a song that's a bit like Pop Will Eat Itself. We never really got around to it. Not that this song is particularly like Pop Will Eat Itself, but it seemed like a good opportunity to do a rap because it was like the the verses didn't really fit with kind of normal singing, whereas the chorus did. So it was sort of like, well, this this is the opportunity to do that. And um, I was a bit worried because I remember being on another radio show and one of my sort of all-time hates was when in the 80s, because rap started getting big, but all the sort of like TV shows, people like Cannon and Ball, they'd always do a little comedy rap, but it was always kind of like, that sort of thing. And I thought, if I do a rap, it's just going to be, you know, it's going to be like Little and Large doing that thing where, you know, Little will come out with his little guitar and then Eddie Large come out, you know, with like a comedy sort of afro on or something, they'd start rapping and it'd, it'd be that. But um, but yeah, no, I think we we pretty much got away with it. I think in the end, it was it was yeah, I was I was happy. So that was the main thing. I think it sounds brilliant. I think we both were really impressed. Um, I mean, we've never tried it, but I don't think either of us can rap. Can we, Bainsy? Uh, I, I don't know. We could give it a shot uh, maybe at some point. I can... <laughs> no, I wasn't suggesting we do. I, just, yeah. I mean, I definitely, I'm sure I can't. Uh, I mean, oh, oh, I, I am not even close to being fantastic at all. I mean, I could try it with the songs I know, but that's about it, really. I mean, I'm not, uh, you know. Give it a go. <laughs> What's that, sorry? do is go. I guess the best I can do is, is some Eminem and Beastie Boys, like <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah, I can do a little that. bit of Roots or, or uh, uh, Rusted. Uh, um, let's go see. Let's see a Rusted Development. That's a TV show. So. <laughs> I can do. Uh, I can do part of the first verse to one Beastie Boys song, but I'm not doing it on air. So we better move the conversation. Yeah. Well, <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> Maybe later when, when I've had a few more beers and we're in part two and it's all getting checked out anyway. Yeah, well, you know what's kind of interesting? Can... Go ahead. Go ahead, Jared. Sorry, I was going to say, oh, there's no way I could rap either. You know, give me a guitar, that's okay. But I'm no singer, no rapper. So Dom, Dom's done really well. And I think he was compared, I think somebody said Eminem, which is going to be. Yeah, he said Eminem. Yeah. Wasn't it? Oh, yeah. A couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, no, that was, that was really nice. But, you know. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think we both felt that though because it just had, like you say, it's a you know, it, it, it's the people that do it badly are the people that just sort of either try and talk fast or try and talk to that kind of the skill is in not doing that and doing it well and making it meaningful. But also, it's about you know, especially if you're in kind of a you know indie band, rock band, or whatever. I think it's about doing it with purpose i think that's why it works so well it was a, it was a really pleasant surprise to hear it to be honest with you it, it worked really really well and we were very impressed um i have to say like i struggled to pick a favorite with because you've got so much music but i think good feeling was my favorite ep before this and i think this is just about taking it over it's fantastic colors is absolutely well fantastic i suppose <laughs> um but yes yeah, it's, it's it's really good and also i think we've been starved of lemonade kid music for a little while longer than we yeah. used to so we uh, to <laughs> we we had a six month sort of gap that was an enforced gap really because we always used to sort of record the two of us together in jared's home studio like i'd do my stuff at home and then we'd take the stuff down to jared's and get jared to sort of 
do his bit and then that was how it worked and sort of for the summer EP we did last summer we sort of found some slightly different ways well enforced ways that we had to do things and then um for the fantastic colors EP we actually we did manage to get together for sort of um one night in the summer last year where we did some songs and so that was good um but we've also some of it is also stuff that we've sort of had to work on you know from afar sort of thing and that's kind of how we're having to do the the next set of songs as well so it's, um, and, and i want to point out that we're, we were 100 miles we live 100 miles apart so it's we're not we're not in the same yeah. same town we're, we're yeah we're having any kilometers that is but it's we're it's a long way to uh, travel we, we grew up in the same town, or we used to live in the same town, um, but I moved down to sort of the other side of the country in Shrewsbury, and Jared's still in uh, what we call uh, Rougedon, or Rougedon, as it is. Yeah. Um, I'm still living the dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise that. So hang on, you, you, you live 100 miles apart, yes. and you normally get together in, like to record. I mean, how? Logistically, well, that must be a nightmare. Well, my parents still live in Jared's town, so I sort of go down to see them once in a while, and uh, uh, okay. they'll probably do a bit of babysitting while I'm there, and then I'll go around Jared's at, at that point, and we'll get some music done. So it's um, you know, it sort of ticks a lot of boxes, really. So so it's good. But and it's like always say, better. Sorry, sorry Jared. it's always better. It's always sorry, man. It's always better when we're together because we bounce ideas off people. You know off each other rather so like you would in a band uh, when you're on your own it's not it's not the same so um once we come out of this lockdown we'll, we will get back together again but at the minute we're doing what everybody else is doing really and just doing what you can you know we've got the internet and we can send each other bits and bobs and work together that way but it's um it seems to be working out okay well yeah i mean it is different but at least it's still working and just to jump back a second uh uh uh, for favorite uh, Lemon Kitty P, I want to say I I used to say mine is uh, Digital Graveyard. Oh, and I really enjoyed that one. And the other thing was is um, like I said, like I'm not like I'll probably never uh, never be a rapper, but uh, but I, I was thinking about because I mentioned this to Mike the other day because of all the stuff going on with him. Now we're not going to go into deep thought about that at all, but. Um, yeah, uh, it says like when he says, "No, you can take some, uh, you can take advice from somebody slap D bars." He goes, "What do you say? What's the matter? Think, think I remember? No, I'm gonna kill you, mother effer!" Like, ah, ah temper, temper, Mister Dre, Mister NWA, AK, come straight, come to y'all, better make way. How the fuck can you tell this man not to be violent? Like, <laughs> so that's, that's, that's the best I can do, and don't expect anything more because I, I, I suck. <laughs> so, that was beautiful. We've got a rap out of Dr. Vane. Yeah. yeah. You should have recorded that. Well, you have recorded it, so there you go. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, actually, he's recording right now. You just have to, you know, uh, run through an MP3, but we'll see. That's all. It'll but, be on so, permanent record forever. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you think, so, question, do you think that when the world goes back to normal or to whatever version of normal it becomes, um, do you think that because of this experience you'll do more of a mix so do you think you'll get together but also still send stuff you know online and, and collaborate in that way where perhaps you wouldn't have before do you think you'll use the new skills you've learned in that way um, at all i i would say we will probably continue in that way yeah um there'll be times when we get together but 
to still sort of bring out as much music as we want to bring out, then I think we will have to carry on sort of doing the the online, you know, swapping files over. We're we're sort of we're working on an EP at the moment, which is out. I think it's going to be April the sixteenth, um, which we're just putting the finishing touches to. And I think because it's a kind of new way of doing it, we've sort of hit a point where the songs are kind of done, but it's sort of just getting it sort of through the door now. The la- you know, like with the mixes and things like that, and the masters and mm. that sort of thing. Um, but I think the way we've sort of worked, it's it's maybe changed the sound of the songs a little bit. Right. But in a good way, I think we were kind of going down a sort of slightly different route anyway, where we wanted to go a little bit more in a sort of guitar-orientated direction. Um, and that's sort of, it's made it a bit easier doing that, I think, because I think to get the best out of the sound of Jared's guitar, I've now we're in a situation where Jared can actually mix his guitar himself. So that's kind of work if, if Jared... Agrees with me, hopefully, on that one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think we'll do both. I think, you know, when when we can, you'll come to to my um, man cave home studio and and then we can carry on doing the collaboration via the internet. I think we'll probably be more productive. So, uh, you know, work for the best, I think. We've been forced into this situation where we've had to... You know, you've, you've been out and bought a laptop and you've got this stuff from the 16-track onto the computer to send to me. Well, without... Covid, you, you wouldn't have done that, maybe. So it sort of give us an extra tool to work with. So that that's that's a bonus in a way. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's. Oh, sorry, go no, on, no, 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 Please go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say. I mean, I think. Let me retort. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mike. I'm just playing with you. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say. I think. <laughs> you know, that, the reason I ask that is because I think. Um, you know, it's it's not it's good to see a positive out of the last year. Like the last year's been, you know, just an absolute nightmare for most people oh. in, in in some way or another, whether you know, directly or indirectly indirectly affected by um, you know, the virus and what's going on. It's affected all of our lives and um, you know, musicians and creative artists in many ways have struggled um, you know, just to be able to do anything, can't play gigs yeah, or <laughs> anything like that. But you know, to to be able to turn that into okay, well let's switch up what we do and try something out and release something, you know, it's great, it's amazing. And if you build, you know, if you use that along with obviously the normal, you know, way of doing it, which already produces brilliant results, then um, that's a really positive thing. Um, it's interesting as well that you picked up on, you know, you mentioned that the guitar, because it's a much more guitar-y EP, which as a guitarist, I obviously love, and I guess yeah. you're thrilled about, Jared. <laughs> um, but it's a really well, good sound. Yeah. So. I'll never, I'll never, the guitars can never be too loud for me. I do get told off sometimes because if I'm doing the mix on my guitars, well, you know what it's going to be like. It's going to be sort of quite up there. But, and to be fair, Dom's right. Sometimes they need to come down a bit. But, um, yeah, we generally get the levels and the guitars in there quite well, I think. And, and yeah, the, the new EP we're working on now is even more guitar y. So, uh, you might like that one, hopefully. <laughs> oh, nice. Is it going to be full on punk? That's what we want next. Uh, well, yeah, that's next <laughs> well, yeah. Watch this space. It's um, it's getting there. I think there's there's definitely a couple of moments, and uh, I think Jared probably did a couple of bits, and he probably thought that I was going to say, "No, nah, mate, we're going to have to rein that in." But it was just like, <laughs> "No, that sounds that's what I wanted it to sound like." And I think the thing is, because of the equipment we were using, sometimes you get a great sound, and sometimes you wouldn't. And I think that was the problem. And it was then. You know, because then I'll be 100 miles away. You couldn't then do it again because, you know, you, you had done it. It was sort of, you know, because we kept want, 
we wanted the ball to keep rolling, right. you couldn't really go back and do it again. So it was sort of now, you know, we can do, we can, we can make it sound how it should sound. And I think that is going to benefit us, you know, moving forward. In, in a nutshell, basically I send Dom 57 versions of the same song and, it, and he chooses the one he thinks is the best. <laughs> so it, we wouldn't have had that. We've oh. had that chance to do that in one night. You know, I'll get yeah. 20 and I'll, minutes I'll on a set. And go, too loud, too loud, too loud. Too... It's like Goldilocks. Yeah, you know, one's <laughs> the guitar's too loud, the guitar's too quiet, or it's just right. So, you know, I'm Goldilocks and Jared is the three bears. Oh, <laughs> uh, 57. Woohoo, 45. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we spoke to one by mouth last week. He's mixing some Tex-Mex Shaman stuff. and I can't remember how many guitars he said there were, but I think it was 30-something on one of these virtuoso, experimental, crazy pieces that, uh, that the guys do. But, yeah, it's um, I don't think you can ever have too many guitars. Although I, I, I have also been in a situation where I've done 50-odd takes or something and used take three because they're basically oh. all the same after that. And that's good. I, to, to be fair, take one's usually the best one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three hours later, you've sort of wasted your time. You go back to take one and think, hmm, should have just sort of stay there, really. Never mind. <laughs> I, I usually fluff take one. I get too excited and play it too fast when I do take yeah. one. And then take two is me concentrating too much and reining it in, and it's slightly too... Uh-huh. That's, that's quite that's right. Red light, that's red light fever, they call that. I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I'll take three is like the golden answer. take for me. And then yeah, I think mm-hmm. the, it's the always for experimental nonsense, you know. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Go on, Dom, sorry, what you going to say? I was going to say, it's always take three that's the right one. Yeah, always I think there. so. Yeah, in Jared's studio, I'll know is it'll, it'll get the right thing, and I'm like, no, that's it, mate, that's that's the one. Oh, I'll just have another go. No, no, that's it. That's that's the one. <laughs> take three. All right. It's the magic number. It's up to me. I'd do about 20 if it was up to me, but um, Dom, Dom knows. He knows when it's the right one, and... And I take his advice, and, he, and he's right because he knows what he needs to fit into the particular part of the song, you know, or wherever it needs to be. So no, it's um. I, I suppose it's, the interesting thing is I'll sometimes have an idea of how it's going to sound, but then when Jared actually plays it, and I'll think, oh no, that's that's where it should be, or that's the right, you know, that's the right thing for that song, you know. So it's it's nice to actually be sort of proved wrong in those cases. I think. I don't know about you, but do you ever? You've got you've got an idea of the sound in your head, and you and you play it, and and just sometimes you just can't get it right. But the next day you'll just do something slightly different, and it and it just works. But it's just yeah, something yeah. really simple, just a twiddle of a treble or, or a bass or whatever it is on the amp or a different pedal or whatever. And then you think, oh, why didn't I do that last night? I spent four hours on on that. <laughs> it's just just it's rubbish, you know. So it's just a bit of luck as well. I think just twiddling knobs really till you, till you get a, a sort of. A dynamic sound from a guitar that fits with that particular song because I don't think you can use the same sound for every different every single song, but not not with how we work anyway. Well, as long as you can get, you can get uh, your app to to eleven, we're good, right? So yeah, well, I'm up for that. <laughs> um, now you guys, you, you guys, right? It's difficult to kind of. I think we've had this conversation before, possibly last time um, you're on, Don. But it's difficult to say, oh, these guys are. Uh, an indie band, an electronic band, a folktronica, <laughs> I don't know, whatever, whatever genres people are. Really it's nice. a thing, I saw that recently. Oh. Yeah, you know, it's difficult to, to, 
to know what to put you because everything's different. And we we always say it feels like there's always this progression and you're sort of pushing pushing something and going forward. And forgive me if I've asked this before, but is that is that conscious? Is that a deliberate right? Let's let's go down a different path here and move away from what we did last time, or is it more? I don't know. How does that work? Um, I think with the stuff we're doing now, I think it is a conscious decision. I think we've sort of, for me anyway, I think I've kind of thought, well, we've we've sort of done, like the, we are still kind of electronic, but I think we've kind of done the electronic thing now for a while. And I think we're maybe going a little bit more down the guitar route. Um, so I think that's kind of a conscious decision. But I mean, when you, I can say when you sit down to write a song, but I'm not sure I ever sit down to write a song. I think it sort of happens yeah. in a very different way. Um so, but yeah, I'm never thinking, oh, let's do an electronic one or let's do something where it's going to be a bit heavier or let's have something like with, you know, drum loops. It just, it starts and then it goes in a certain direction and then, you know, that's that. So you never quite know where it's going to go. Even at the start, you know, you've no idea what's going to come out. Right, and yeah. sometimes even towards the end, you're not quite sure where it's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> but you do, you group the songs really well, like, if you go back to uh, Corridor 13, it just it's such a perfect album in many ways because all the songs fit together Sorry. so well. Do you know what I mean? They, they fit, but they, they're not necessarily like anything else you've done before. No, so. that's it. Well, see, I, in my mind, I always thought of um, uh, the Corridor 13 album as being quite an electronic album, but I listened to it a little while ago and I thought, actually, it's not that electronic. It's kind of, it's a thing of its own. You know, it's sort of, it's, it's almost difficult. It's, I always find it difficult to put us into a sort of category anyway, but I think with that album, you know, it is very much, every song is very different and it, it works very well for that. I think maybe with Digital Graveyard, it was perhaps a slightly different thing in that there was a bit more of a sort of feel to the whole thing. Um, we're, we're sort of talking about an album that we're going to do next year as well, which is, uh, we want to do some, well, I say we, this was kind of more my, Jared quite often comes up with the ideas for the albums and I'll sort of run with what he comes up with. Like Digital Graveyard, he had drawn a little picture of this sort of grave. Uh, it was like a tombstone, which was like a USB port and stuff like that. Right. And I thought, well, that's quite, you know, the things he was coming up with were quite interesting ideas and I sort of ran with what he was coming up with. But the one for next year, I think we've got a, a kind of a, an idea that's going to kind of, it's going to be a bit, the sound is almost already there in that we're going to, we're not going to sort of rip off Quadrophenia by the Who, but we're going right. to kind of do something <laughs> a little bit like Quadrophenia by the Who. Just going kind to of bore a little bit. So. <laughs> yeah, we're going to sort of borrow. I think sort of like the ar- arpeggios and things that were used quite often on that album. I think that's something that re- I really like anyway, and I'd kind of like to do something not not as rocky maybe as that album, but I think some of the ideas and things from that album would kind of work for us in that we do a lot of different sort of styles and things. And I think we could sort of almost sort of recreate what that album was about, but in our own sort of thing. And that's perhaps something we're, we're heading towards next year. And I sort of started writing a a few of the things for that now. So, you know, it will probably end up being a drum and bass album. I don't know. I was going to say exactly that. (laughs) (laughs) Word for word. I was going to say, yeah. I'm going to use this as a jump off to play a song off the brand new Lemonade Kid EP called Fantastic Colors. This song is the title track, Fantastic Colors. Dig this. Brilliant. 
right on lemonade kid with fantastic colors and uh you know what first and foremost what a chill song this is i think i said it's the first time we played it and uh it's this one it just you know uh, you kind of it's you kind of will be like drifting down like a river you know just kind of slowly kind of drifting the river and just kind of with the different colors in the sky so the thing of the blue sky popping up with the sun and then you know maybe see a rainbow just complete chilling interrupted by my dog one second <laughs> he, he doesn't love guys <laughs> he not too much lemonade that's the problem I am so yeah sorry that's, that's so, okay. Anyways, point being is it's a very <laughs> tripped out fun song, and we were we were talking about some self air, which I'm not gonna get into because it's not important. But either way, it was it, it could have been a bit a bit a little bit more intense. But with the song in the background, like it was completely chill. It was like kind of happy, actually, you know. So, but love the tune. I love the tune, and like I I I was kind of humming and humming between this and uh, a ten I was at uh, ten thousand degrees Fahrenheit. It's like. Uh, which one? But uh, we want this one. But really awesome song and really loved it. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Oh, go on. Sorry. Oh, sorry, I was going to say I really like Fantastic Colors. I, I did say to Jared when I, when I was mixing it that um, I think it's probably, you know, it's difficult to say it's the best thing we've ever done. But I think personally, I think it's the best thing we've ever done because it's like there's lots of little bits in it that are kind of you know, different, it could be a different song almost, you know, it's like, I think there's, there's definitely elements of like Beck and that sort of thing, but there's, yes. I think some, um, Ron had just said on, on Twitter that it, there's certainly Beatles elements, which I think, yeah, you know, there, there probably are, you know, but um, I think we've, we've put a lot of our different sort of styles and things into it and, and made something that doesn't necessarily sound like it's lots of different styles. It sounds quite together. And I think it's also, I know this is coming from a 49-year-old man, but it sounds quite grown up as well, but in a good way, if it makes sense, you know, so. I think that's fair. I think it is quite grown up. I think, yeah, it's got, it, for me, it reminds me, you know, of, uh, of um, uh, what's that French band called? Air. Is it Air? Um, I think it was Air. Anyway, it's got that kind of, I don't know what you would call that. Let's go with Folktronica again. <laughs> no, it's got that kind of, you know, spacey, tripped out, electronic kind of vibe. The way the vocals sit in the mix, it's not like a kind of big rock and roll song where the vocals and the drums yeah. are up front and the guitars cool. are out to the side. It's, it's all kind of in there and the, the vocal almost be it becomes another instrument in a song like that, which I really like. There's loads of layers and stuff. Um, it's chilled. It's chilled like a beautiful glass of lemonade. Mm. All, all I need by her is one of the all-time best songs ever. I think it's um, the, and the I love the guitars in air and obviously the whole chilled thing. So there's definitely influences in there from 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 air. You know, I know I listened to them a lot. You know, in the nineties, over and over and over again. So things stick, don't they? I guess over the years. There you go. I'm glad I said air. Then I'm glad we got the right. Yeah, no, well. no. That's <laughs> all. They're in, they're in my top ten every day of the week. Brilliant, man. Oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, and you very kindly didn't pick up on my cheesy joke at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You can say it again if you want. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't know. No, I said it and then cringed at myself. I'm glad. Okay. Now I brought it up again. Like, it's even worse. You know what? Because, because you did that, I have to tell the cheesy joke that I told you but didn't tell on air last week. 
So, um, Mike's only heard this one. So, uh, uh, Grasshopper um, hops into a bar <laughs> and he goes to the bar, and the bartender says, How can I help you? So, the Grasshopper says, uh, Surprise me. He says, uh, Hey, did you know they have a, a drink named after you? And he's like, Oh, really? There's a drink named Irving? <laughs> it's, it's so brilliant that made me cry last week <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I've got a feeling you did tell it on air I think I made you tell it on air oh, okay. well if I did I couldn't remember because I asked it seems like I'm not sure so uh, anyways anyway it was funny because I, I that's the last thing I told Dave before I finished the Skype call with him yesterday and he was laughing so hard he could barely hit the end button on his end <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful it's a beautiful track a track joke. <laughs> it's not a track at all. It's a beautiful joke. <laughs> um, excuse me. So you mentioned obviously you're working on something that's coming out pretty soon. It's difficult once you guys get going. It's difficult to keep up. Um, like by the time we booked in the interview, we're too late, aren't we? So yeah, that's Dom. Dom for you. He, he, yeah. he doesn't. He doesn't well, start. I mean, the thing is as well because because we had sort of six weeks, six weeks, six months really. <laughs> of not releasing anything it's kind of you know i kind of miss it i, I enjoy bringing out music and um you know it's, it's nice to get the sort of responses from people and that sort of thing so it's all good and um yeah it's it's now we've i mean i've, I've sort of spent you know getting on for a year writing songs and recording songs and things so jared's got a lot of guitar work to do and you know so we will um have a lot of releases and things coming up but we've um, we've got a, like I say, I said earlier, we've got an EP out in April, and then we've got another EP, which is out at the start of June, which is our um, Euro 2020 football EP, okay. which would have been released last. Oh yeah! In time for that, which amazingly enough, I I thought, oh you know, we're going to miss all these deadlines and everything, but we had it all signed, sealed, and delivered, um, uh, probably at the start of March. It was done, and it was like, yeah, this is great, because everything's really going to plan. And then um, it all <laughs> unfolded from there, really. So, yeah. But at least, I mean, again, you've got to focus on the positives, and the positive is that EP's done, and, you know, we don't have to worry about anything. Although we have, um, we've just added a song to the EP recently, which I've been sort of writing over the last, well, probably about six months. Um, so there's kind of... There's one song which is kind of like the anthem for Euro 2020. There's an England song on there, and now there's a song for Wales as well, and there's going to be a remix, and there's also another sort of fairly crazy sort of football song on there as well. So it's it's very much a sort of themed EP, but it's, you know, for people who perhaps don't like football, they're probably thinking, oh, my goodness, that's going to be terrible. But it's <laughs> the songs, I'm really, really proud of these songs, really... You know they're they're really good. So and I wouldn't say that about most of the stuff, but I'm very proud of this. So we'll have to do a, a soccer version. Change change that word, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. That's, yeah, that's one of the soccer than, um, football. <laughs> yeah. When um when did we last speak to you? Because I'm sure you mentioned this, and I think it was ages ago that we. Yeah, I think it was it was before Digital Graveyard, so it was probably it was a good couple of years ago. I think that we last spoke, um, and I think maybe yeah, maybe that would have been two thousand and nineteen. So oh, yeah. I think we was I think it was maybe pre summer two thousand and nineteen. So we were sort of thinking about these things at that point, maybe. So yeah, 
I, I remember you mentioning uh, an anthem for Euro 2020. Yeah, I think we already uh, sort of had, spoke. Yeah, we, we sort of had the, the ideas, I think, going at that point. But um, no, I'm really pleased with it. It's, it's, I think as someone, I was going to say as a songwriter, it's, it's kind of, if someone kind of says to you, write a song about something, it's sort of like, oh, well, I don't know what to do. But sometimes, because I always think, oh, it'd be nice to bring out a Christmas song. But then I sort of think, oh, dear, is, is that really, you know, <laughs> I don't think so. But a football song, yeah, why not? You know, because there's, all right, there's some really bad football songs, but there's some really good football songs too, you know. So it's, um, it's, I mean, there's some classics. Vindaloo is an absolute all-time yeah. favourite tune of mine. Yeah, World in Motion's a good one. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of some others. Vindaloo and World in Motion has two. There's um, Three it's Lions. Three Lions, the original Three Lions. The 96 yeah. one was good. The 98 Spurs, one was good. Spurs are on the way to Wembley. Yeah. yeah anything, <laughs> anything involving Chaz and Dave and Spurs is... You know, solid gold, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Fair just enough. Reflect, just reflecting, Dom, you want me to play guitar like Chaz and Dave and Pete Townsend on the next album? Yeah. 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 Okay. I think one of the played the piano and the other one played bass, didn't he? Or is that? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think they have a, the son played guitar. I think. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I was at a festival where Chaz and Dave were playing. And I can't remember which one it was, but I think it's Dave was a different Dave. Which I thought, <laughs> oh, I, thought I wonder if he got the job just because he's called Dave. Do you know yeah. What I, mean? I wonder if Chaz was like, I need someone called Dave for this. Otherwise it's not I, think, I think at the interview, they said, first, is your name Dave? Yeah. Yep. Can you play yeah. the piano? Yep. Got a job. But is Dave the one that played the piano or was that Chaz? Oh yeah, might be yeah, might be Chaz. I'll be honest yeah. with you, I didn't watch them, so I can't yeah. comment. But whichever seen, one it was, I've seen was... them on top. Sorry, Dom. I've seen them on a, a Tottenham uh, football pitch playing. So they uh, they uh, entertained I, however many thousand people. I have to ask whether you went to see them or to see Spurs. I think I went to see Spurs with some football friends when I was about 16 and they, they, they played then. So it's 30 odd years ago, maybe 40 odd years ago. No, 30 odd years ago. Well, I have to put my hand up and admit that it was only a couple of years ago. It wasn't long before um, one of them died. I went to see Chaz and Dave out of choice, uh, <laughs> just up the road in Wolverhampton. So, you know. Oh, uh, now I'm... In fairness. Now, now I'm wondering if... Um... If the reason that Dave was replaced is because he was the one that died, now I feel bad. Ah, that in the last few years would be. <laughs> oh, actually, well, no, actually, come on, guys. We just have a couple minutes left, uh, unfortunately. But <laughs> let's stop talking about Chaz and Dave. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's move on. Yes, we have a couple minutes left for the interview. So, uh, Mike, did you have one of your random weird questions or? Um, well, to be honest with you, I sort of focus on lemonade facts rather than weird questions. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I did have a sensible question, um, which was, uh, in fact, it might have been Digital Graveyard, was it? I think it was, um, what was the one that was about a bloke called Jeremiah? Um, oh, yeah, that was whole, it, yeah. yeah. There was a whole story and all that. Um, is, there, is there a similar, or well, not similar, but is there sort of a, a tale behind this? Um, 
uh, behind fantastic colours uh, in a similar vein or or not? Um, not really, but I think I was thinking about this earlier today, actually, and I think I always sort of think, oh, you know, sometimes you'll write a song and you're never really quite sure what it's about. I think some of yeah. them are, on this EP are probably quite self-explanatory. I think one that yeah. uh, maybe isn't necessarily is the Me, You and Mr Magoo one, which I've been thinking about quite recently. It's sort of, I tried to write something that was kind of a little bit sort of like a soap opera sort of thing where it was a bit like the start of Mr. Ben, where Mr. Ben's walking down that street and there's, you know, like little hedges and things and, um, you know, all his neighbours are coming out and about. And I always think, you know, in everywhere we live, there's always people around us and we, we you know, we might see them to say hello to in the morning, but everyone's got these things going on in their lives that we don't necessarily know about. Right. And I think... In the lyrics for that song, it was sort of um, the me, you and Mr. Magoo bit is because obviously Mr. Magoo can see things, but he can't see them that well. And I think it was a sort of, you know, it was about that and that we, we think perhaps we know certain people, you know, like our neighbours and things, but they're probably doing other things that we don't know about and that sort of thing. So, yeah. I had to that's, we didn't, <laughs> Yeah, we didn't have a, a necessarily a theme, I suppose, for the, the EP. I think for, sometimes with an EP, you can have a theme for it. But I guess with this one, it was just a case of I think all the songs are quite sort of different, um, different sort of themes and right. and things really. Well, I have to admit, without my glasses or contacts, uh, I'm almost Mr. Magoo. Like, uh, like yeah. And honestly, <laughs> I, I have maybe less than five feet uh, that I can see clearly if I squint, and even then, it's not completely clear. So um, uh, it's one of those things where you know, it, if, if you want to experience drunk driving. Put my glasses on for about ten seconds. You're fine. Like, I am. Like... Um... <laughs> Sorry, go on. No, I, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I felt like there's like a, a half second delay on my end of the line, so I keep cutting over people tonight. Sorry. Um, I was just going to say it's funny, like thinking about people that you sort of, you know, there was a guy. Um, so I started my day job because unfortunately we don't get paid the millions of dollars that people think we do for doing this uh, podcast and so i started my day job um my current job about six months before um the pandemic i think it was august the year before and um and i was commuting i was getting a bus um every day and so about seven o'clock in the morning um i would be walking uh, i'd be sort of halfway to the bus stop from my house and i would always see this same bloke um with this sort of Rain Mac overcoat, and uh, no matter what time of day or uh, well, it was always the same time of day, but no matter what time of year it was, um, and this Tesco carrier bag, and I would always kind of nod to him, and he would nod to me, and then we just kind of continue on, and I never really thought much about it until um, at one point uh, I, th- I must have given up smoking and then started smoking again, or you know, I'm one of those people, um, and at one point I popped into a news agent, um, uh, and I'd left a bit earlier, I had to get an earlier bus or whatever, and I. I, I didn't see this guy and I popped up the road uh, into a news agent to buy a packet of cigarettes and I saw the guy buying a porn bag and putting it into the Tesco bag and that's what he, that's presumably what he'd done every single morning that I'd seen him for the three or four months before that uh, and so I just right. nodded to him and went all right <laughs> and moved on and I thought you really don't know anything about anyone do you no, I think that um, kind of very much yeah that fits in with the song I think very much yeah from, from, music, from music to porn very nice I thought you were going to say he was English. I thought you were going to say, uh, 
I thought you were going to say he was English because of the Tesco bag. That was a bit of a shock at the end with the with the magazine. Yeah, no, honestly, and it was it was one of those where I almost wanted to tap on the shoulder and go, "Have you never heard of the internet?" I thought I better not. Guys, unfortunately, we are out of time. Unfortunately, so, that's the sordid end. Yeah, finishing off with just a poor to music, very nice. Uh, um, Ended not, on the top shelf. Not not our greatest finish, but you know, phrasing, phrasing. Uh, <laughs> you, you can't say it's not our greatest I, finish I, after the comment. Anyway, uh, Jared Dom, thank you so much for joining us again tonight, and I believe we should schedule for uh, April seventeenth, uh, Saturday, ten p.m. Brilliant. All right. Yeah. I'll write it down. Take care. All right. Thanks so much. Good night, guys. Cheers, guys. Thank Bye. You. Thank you so much. Take care. Keep cool. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. That was a great interview and getting Mike back on the line here, but that was a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, I, like always, we ran out of time so quick, but definitely worth it. Hello, Mike. Hello, that story is an absolute fact. I know. I, no, no, that's fine. It's factual. No, Ron, that was just a good one. I was like, whoa, like, that, that wasn't how I intended to finish the, the, the interview off, but like, <laughs> like uh, some random guy had gone to a Tesco, like, and he got a porn bag. Like, okay. Well, no, that's the thing. He went to the, he went to the, the news agent. Right. Rather than the, you don't, I don't think you can get them in the same okay, store. Okay, I don't well, know, yeah, but I've not seen them. But, but it was the fact that he. <laughs> Yeah, but it's the fact that he hid it in the bag, in the Tesco carry bag, because then people would just think he was buying, you know, yeah. eggs or whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, man, yeah. And he just, I could never look at someone like that in the same way again. <laughs> Not that, you know, I said there's anything wrong with it, but I'm just like, yeah. I know something about you now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no drugs, no cult, but it's all about porn, so apparently. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, then, uh, yeah. So moving on. So yes, that was a lot of very poor phrasing, but it's expected on the show. So you know what happens. <laughs> that was a great and, interview. And, that the oh, new man. EP is it, brilliant. It was, and having Jared on is awesome because it has been years, and having him finally come on with "Let Me Get to Talk a Little Bit" bonus. So yes, we finally and, got to talk about guitars. Exactly. So uh, as you heard it, it's marked down right now. So. Lemony Kid will be back with Jared on April 17th, the day after the, their new EP comes out. So, um, uh, April will be full uh, fairly shortly. Um, it's going to send some emails out. But uh, what we're going to do is we're going to do at least three interviews a month and then do one uh, show, no interview. And uh, actually, speaking of which, uh, Mike, you messaged uh, um, Monks Pigeons last week. So, uh, did he confirm for the, the, the I believe, the, what, the third? I confirmed it for a date, which I can't remember yet. Uh, no, I, can, I can double check right now because I remember on it, it's like, okay, I'll message him. And then, yes, third of April. Then you just anything after that. You just like, you just let it go. It's like, uh, yeah. so did he confirm or what's going on here? And yeah, no, so, it is it is confirmed. And I've also, I've got my um, my pigeon mask that came um, with the CD. Nice. Oh, and I, I keep meaning to take a picture. And I saw that you'd taken your picture and you look quite scary. Well, I, um, I, I did during, my, during my, my promo video, right? So I made sure to tag amongst pigeons and analog, electro, whatever. To, to show us that six and said a big thank you. Started off with that first. So I said a big thank you for the for the shirt and CD from Analog Watch or whatever. And then I uh, know the mask and the CD uh, from Amongst Pigeons. So it was I know I did that first. And then I got into like well, sure what tonight. But yeah, I made sure to, to tag them in the video, like the IGTV video. But yeah, I tagged them too because I did that in the first like thirty seconds. So 
you know, they can watch that part of it and whatever the rest of it's cool, whatever, but at least... <laughs> they can watch that part, then they can well, move on. They don't need to see the rest. Why do they care what we're talking about? They just want to see your face with a pigeon mask on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, sorry, it's going to be one of those nights, I can tell already. Oh. Um, All right. That, that was a great interview. They are brilliant people to talk to. Um, I can't believe it's been that long since we spoke to Dom. I can't believe we've never spoken to Jared. And I actually, I just looking back at their discography, I can't believe how much music they've released. It's ridiculous. Oh, I know. Um, I, I've been. I'm waiting till next uh, Bandcamp Friday, and I'm buying everything. I think I own most of it because I had a discography deal a, a year or two ago. Well, but I, I need to now find I, out I, where the gaps are because they've released so much uh, more. <laughs> I didn't jump on that, so I need to buy the whole thing. So we'll, uh, we'll see. And uh, the band we're playing uh, soon after, actually after Cynthia, which will be opening or opening song for part one, is a band called Shadow Smile. So I got a, a, a CD and teacher on the way. So very cool band. Uh, kind of, they're, they're not even though their Twitter handle is. Shadow Smile uh, six six six. They're not a satanic group. It just, you know. Uh, oh, that's just. I, I assumed they were. And, I assumed know, they were well into Satan well, and all you of know his I mean. like, evil doings. That's what everybody relates to. And funny enough, I, I, I don't. I'm not sure if it was today or yesterday, but in your Facebook memories, uh, one of the memories came up, and when roll up the rim for Tim Burns coffee, like it lasted about a month or so. You roll up the rim, you go into coffee, donut, whatever, right? And uh, They'd always mark the winners, amount of winners at the cer- at certain stores. So the one in the airport at one point was at six six six. Like, oh, I got to take a picture of this. You like? <laughs> I was, like, was going to say, what if that band is just genuinely the six hundred and sixty sixth band with that name? <laughs> that could be too, right? Although you'd think you'd probably change the name by that point. Once there's like more than three, it gets confusing, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, man. Let's get right into it. So. Uh, I said this through the video. Uh, I, like we said before, we have an, an Operation Neptune Spear song, which is the heaviest one to date. And we played that uh, maybe about four or five months ago. But um, now we have the heaviest Cynthia song to date. So yes. this one's called Hail to the King. And man, you gotta bow down to this amazing guitar playing because holy fucking hell, dig this. <laughs>
tune that was. And that, that was amazing. That was Cynthia with Hail to the King. And man, like, wow. I just... Uh, it, it, the, the guitar was amazing. Like, her vocals were just, like, stellar. Oh, like, man. Like, just, just kind of where to start with the song, right? And definitely... The uh, heaviest song to date uh, by Cynthia, for sure. Like, no question about it at all. But, man, I just love the shredding. Like I said, the vocals were amazing. And, oh, I just, oh, what a great tune. So, yeah, Cynthia with Hail to the King. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that is a seriously heavy tune. I love the dark, palm-muted, thrashy, like black metal cradle of filth fucking guitar playing with that powerful soaring vocal over the top that's just I don't know I don't know what you call it. I mean I, I don't know, I think we did it on this show where we looked at um we tried to look do you remember we did this? We tried to look up different types of metal and there's there's some really obscure <laughs> random types of metal and I couldn't tell you um, what this fits into. I'm sure there is a, um, is there a 16th century folklore method. There's something really specific. Right. <laughs> um, anyway, I've got no idea. So because of that conversation, I've got no idea what kind of metal this is, but it's just in your face, melting heavy metal, and it's absolutely beautiful. I love it, man. The guitars are brilliant. The rhythm section is brilliant. The vocals are incredible. It's really, really good. Um yeah, I'm loving that. Well, man, I know I told you off air, and I just double checked to make sure I was right before I, before I said on air. And remember, I said no, the vocals were amazing. Uh, Allison Staten, like, and like, yeah, yep. and, and then I don't just like I was right, and I do remember frequent names anyway. So yeah, Allison Staten, her vocals, uh, just man, just, just, just so powerful. Like I love it, and what a good mix. Like those two alone, like you know, like they could do like a a a, a good uh, we'll call it a duo album, you know, like. But, yeah, awesome. Yeah, Thank you so much, Rocker Heart, for sending along. That was an amazing buddy. So we have to talk to you again soon. Definitely. Do you remember, by the way, um, <laughs> I don't know, we once talked about pirate metal. We ended up going down yes, this rabbit yes. hole and trying to find pirate <laughs> metal bands because I think it was like heavy metal and thrash metal and speed metal, but all the songs are about pirates. <laughs> and some, like, it had like sea shanty stuff in it, but yeah, dark metal kind of way. You've got to go back down likes, that road. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, you like sunsets when more do you want? You're right, not attractive. <laughs> <laughs> the, and, wasn't there a band, a convert, what, there was a band that released an album that was called something like, it had some cheesy name, like, Under Jolly Roger. Or, <laughs> <laughs> something like that, but uh, yeah, we'll have to go back down there. Well, you know what? Before we get to our next song, I was I was thinking about it, and I was like thinking about doing like a, 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 like a sea shanty song, but making it about the Gen Zs, and I'll leave it at that. So I, I was kind of trying to think the lyrics as I was walking. I'm not quite sure yet, but we'll see if that actually happens. It might materialize, it might materialize, it might not. So we'll see. But you know what? Actually, right. So uh, this sea shanty thing, people start talking about sea shanties, and I I, I didn't know what they were talking about. Um, but I quite like a lot of, um, particularly Scottish, but just generally, um, and, and kind of, of one, right? so. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the thing is, that's what I mean. So uh, before I'd seen that and, and a few other versions of this thing, I had no idea what people were talking about. But that particular song is actually a really decent song. Um, and that, to be fair, like, it, you know, it, the guy does an all right job of it. Um, but obviously it's kind of famous because it's a TikTok thing or whatever. Um, but there's a really good version. Um, I now can't remember what the... Uh, oh, it's called The Weller Man, isn't it? Um, there's a really good version of that by a band called The Norfolk Broads, um, which is just this really good... It's quite a good EP they've got, but it's just, I think they're an independent band. It's this really good kind of a cappella version of it that came out a few years ago. And I remember thinking when I heard it, I was like, oh, it's that song? Well, why is this the famous version? <laughs> like, it's really irritating when that happens. You know, you kind of want it to be the version that you really like of that song. Well, anyway, that's a massive sidetrack. So. No, no, that, that's cool. No, because I was going to say, too, the the reason why I didn't mention Trailer Park Boys is because Trailer Park is Canadian, U.S. knows it, and I'm interested to you, Mike, and I'm sure yeah. some, like, um, like uh, UK uh, people know, but not too many, so that's why I didn't mention it. But I wanted to mention J-Rock a couple times, the rapping stuff, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, there the the one the one kind of song or lyric I thought of I, I, I didn't really want to see on air but it's in one of the later seasons but uh, uh, he's still it's still funny you know <laughs> but you know, Trailer yeah. Park Boys J Rock if you don't know who the Trailer Park Boys are and if you do they are on Netflix all their seasons please check it out because that is pretty funny it's pretty stupid funny and it is like uh, related to essentially booze cigarettes and pot because it's Canadian right but. Anyway, it, it's funny and it's in a trailer park and it kind of gives you an idea of like what trailer park life is to a point. So it's, it's all fictional, right? So it's not real. But <laughs> let's get to our next song. This is a band called Shadow Smile. This song's called Join Us. Dig this. I'll be the savior of the masses and a
right on Shadow Smile and join us. Uh, another kick-ass heavy tune. I love the vocals. And honestly, uh, what do you say? Are you, are you thinking Chester Pennington too from uh, uh, Lincoln Park? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm thinking. It's, yeah, I mean, the whole thing is, it, it's got such heaviness and grit. And then it's got exactly that kind of, you know, broken, but almost hardcore kind of vocal, isn't it, that he does, where it's just a you know, powerful, powerful kind of, I don't even know what you call that style of singing, but yeah, no, it's no, definitely got that. No, good point. And, and you know what, a stinging which, and I told Kim about this too, is uh, the other day on Friday, I was coming home, and like I told you off air and on air that, you know, I uh, I, um, I ripped the, the, the music buds, uh experience to my to my max, like I put on my phone. So right. I'm listening to it. There's some really good tunes on there, and there's a white zombie tune called "I Am Hell," you know. And yeah. you know, it gets kind of before it hits the verse, and he's like, "Shout, yeah," you know. Like, of course, you no, know, it's nice out. It's pretty warm out. I got the window down, you know. Come up to the light and do that, and stop and look where someone else got the window. There, look at me. It's like, oh, hello. <laughs> but it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I am hell. I am hell. Like, it's like, but yeah, it's like, as, as a dude, I like, had to look over and they're kind of looking at me. like, oh, hello. <laughs> totally worth it. That. Totally worth it. Like, like, love white zombie, no regrets. You know, like. I used to drive down Brighton Sea from um, with uh, Will Smith's Big Willie style playing really loudly because it just felt like a great beach tune. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't like i was trying to get people to listen to it. it was just you know i had a crappy old car and i would always especially in the summer you have the windows down there's no air conditioning or anything and we always used to put that tune on when we just come up you know i mean you've you've been there you know where the pier is yeah. and you go uh there's like a long stretch of road then that goes all the way into hive um called king's road and yeah if you if you honestly if you put that tune on there and you get a good good kind of run on the lights. By the time you get into Hove, you've just finished, and then you can just about flick it onto Miami if you want to continue that out. Um, <laughs> all I used to do is change to Green Day, but I can't remember what the logic behind that was. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so there, there's there's my <laughs> story. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I, I guess for uh, hip hop songs, I used to I guess I guess last, I still do from time to time. Uh, one is uh, uh, the the Wu Tang uh, uh, clan song "Dog Dog Shit." It's actually called "Dog Shit" from Wu Tang Forever. But just just because at the end, they're, they're just kind of like just like in a rally. It's like, and I want like, "What do you want, you big dummy?" <laughs> it's like, that's amazing. I guess so. so but I mean, the song is funny anyways because it's mostly ODB anyways. But yeah, yeah. Um, there's, G- the, there's that one, and um, I have to admit, Running MC tougher than leather, like. You know, you, you oh yeah, yeah, it's classic. Do you find there are different songs uh, put on for different uh, events or or places? So Brighton Seafront is always. Um, I think I just said it's called Big Willie Star. I think that's the name of the album. It was getting diggy with it was the tune. Um, but like Brighton Seafront is always that. Uh, when I when I drive into the Cropperty Festival, um, when that's obviously that wasn't on last year, but um, that's always the Doors. Um, oh shit! What's that? La- what's the last track on uh, "LA Woman" called? Uh, uh, Riders on the Storm. Yes. Riders on the Storm. <laughs> and, yeah, that's, <clears throat> that's always there. There are certain moments in like whenever I get a new car, um, 
I always put the opening track uh, from Insomniac by Green Day on okay. because the drums go from left to right and right to left and left to right and right to left and they pan really well so you can test the speakers out. Oh, nice. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, um, yeah, I don't know. It, uh, maybe if anyone's listening, hopefully someone's listening, um, <laughs> if, if you have certain songs... That's right, certain, <laughs> yeah, for certain <laughs> moments in time or places that you go to that you have to put on, uh, maybe let us know. That could be an interesting thing to find out, couldn't it? Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. It could be really dull. I don't know. You, you, you never know, right? <laughs> we'll see. Next we know up, one cares. They're just like, play the tunes, goddammit, stop talking. <laughs> I'm trying to, but somebody won't let me, so... <laughs> well, I mean, people are saying that to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Uh, well, earlier on, um, uh, Kim was doing something, it's like, okay, well, can I be this? Like, like oh, and now I need to. Pre- I shouldn't say this. I says like pretending to be her, but really bad voice. Oh no, I need your permission to do this. Well, thank you. You're so kind. <laughs> you know, and and she just kind of looks at me. He's like, eh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if that was supposed to be me, if that was supposed to be me, that was a really bad impression. Blah blah. I was like, oh, it's supposed to be a bad impression. I can't do. <laughs> anyways. There, there's there's a sidetrack on top of a sidetrack. So, next up... Um, <laughs> please, thank you. What, what day is it? What show is this? Yeah, uh, please, call me Mirror Chapstick. <laughs> Adam West, Adam West. A little bit softer now. Adam West. <laughs> So, okay, no, let's get back to the music here. So, we have a new band from Helsinki, Finland, and the band called Joe J.O. Below. It's called Miss Death. Dig this.
Hollow Below with Ms. Death, and uh, man, vocals were awesome. There was some pretty nifty, sweet guitar work there, too. And it just like a heavy tune, but like almost chill at the same time. Not sure how else to put it, but uh, yeah, uh, a cool, badass rock band out of Helsinki, Finland. Uh, Finland almost said Finland, Finland. Uh, so <laughs> that was Joe Below with Ms. Death. Awesome tune. Loved it. That's a class tune. The guitars are so tight on that. Uh, like I love that kind of sharp, stabby verse uh, riff. And then when it goes into the breakdown, which is super tight and has just perfect amounts of compression on it and not too much uh, overdrive and just sounds really good. Um, and just has that wicked little riff as well, which is really sounds a bit amused that riff. Um, and then it comes out and it comes out with like a clean version of the verse for the first couple of lines and then back into that dun dun dun. And you're just like, mate, what a class bit of production that is. Mate. But yeah, absolute class. Um and of course the vocals were outstanding and they they had their perfect place in the mix as well. As a really well produced uh, proper rock and roll tune, uh, kind of rocky metal, um, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, absolutely brilliant i really enjoyed that that's a great band mate yeah so next up we have a band called ghosts of men the song's called tell me why dig this if i had it then i know i'd grab it oh why tell me why you can't find it because you're right
was Ghost of Men and Tell Me Why. And tell me that wasn't a badass, kick-ass song. Like, from the lyrics and the, 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 the timing. And the chorus, doon, 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 doon. Like, and it just, oh man, it just altered this badass kind of funky rock tune. That's exactly what it was. It was a funk rock tune. And man, they fucking nailed it. That was a fantastic tune. And what I heard, I was like, oh man, yes, this is going on at a mess, but... Part one or part two? Ugh, I'm not sure it can go either way, right? So, but great, <laughs> loved it. Yeah, man. I mean, it mixed so many different things, didn't it? Because it had, like you say, there was kind of funk in there. There was kind of a, um, uh, like oh God, like a stoner rock type thing, like a yeah. Queens of the Stone Age type vibe to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, point, yeah. yeah. His voice. Um, was more like clutch or someone like that. It's just a whole mix of, uh, of, of different things, different uh, different ways of, of playing good, pacey, heavy rock music, I guess. Um, but yeah, really, really cool. I really enjoyed that. Um, there's a, I think they're a Canadian band called Monster Truck. It reminded me slightly of them as yes. well in places. They're, that's a cool band, actually. But yeah, really, really good tune. I enjoyed that, mate. That was just one where. No, we're both just sitting here banging our heads having a good time yeah, it's just got it, like it has it, it, it has got funk but it's got i don't know there's something about kind of the um i don't know i don't know how you describe it but something about the timing of it or whatever where it just kind of the stop and start bits were just really really well placed it just sounded really good basically <laughs> Sounds good. That's my review. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. So, next up, sorry, sorry, I just kind of lost my train of thought. I just uh, 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 ring a message. That never me. happens. Yeah, yeah. No, I was wondering. <laughs> but, okay. So, um, next up, we have a brand new song. Let me check the right order here. Yes. Uh, next up is a brand new uh, band uh, who messaged uh, about a week or so ago. They're called uh, the Camel City Blackouts, and the song's called Another Night. Dig this. Take 
right on the Camel City Blackouts with another night. Uh, we got that last week and uh, it couldn't, I, I didn't finish the, my format for part one last week, but fit in this week. And what a great tune. Love the vocals. Uh, I just, a very cool punk. And, I, and I, even though I'm a fan of punk as well, uh, Mike's an even bigger punk fan than I am. So it's like, well, no, Mike, this was for, 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 for me, but this was more for you too. So there you go, buddy. What a great tune to start out with, right? <laughs> man i just i always need more punk in my life always there's never enough um i think people should keep sending us punk music i don't even care what kind of punk i'm not discriminatory about the type of punk i just like punk um as you know and as everyone probably knows <laughs> uh, but yeah that was a great tune i mean that, that was a good one because I like it, um, you know, I like, I literally like also, you know, I like hardcore thrashy punk and I like uh, pop punk and everything in between. But this has that really cool thing when they're playing it fast and heavy, but the guitars aren't actually that distorted. They're just a little bit on the edge of kind of break up. So it's kind of like garage punk and that's a great sound. I really enjoy that. Um, so yeah, that, you know, you nailed it really because you knew that would make me happy and it did. <laughs> so, Man, <laughs> Uh, this was funny. So I can't remember where I saw it, but just a quick little thing where um, it says the one time James Hetfield gets surprised, and like he was getting ready to start another song, and then um, literally out of nowhere, <clears throat> was a plan. Uh, Kirk and Wires kind of like you know wailed the drums and like, hit some heroes, and he like, jumped. Like James Hetfield jumped because he wasn't expecting it. <laughs> because you know, obviously they go they go with the the, the kind of we'll call pre approved plan ahead of time, right? But this was a part of it, so they yeah. said, "Oh, we're just gonna we're just gonna fuck with it a little bit." So yeah, this kind of show. Me. <laughs> Brilliant. That's pretty funny. <laughs> so uh, next up, we have yes, brand new Kingstorm. All nice. right, all right, all right, and the song's called "Ain't No Files on Me." Do this, Kingstorm.
All right. I was going to say back on air. So, but, so we are. So, uh, that was King Storm <laughs> and, and Ain't No Flies on Me. And, uh, uh, Ron Bo's, of course, uh, playing guitar and vocals as well. But what a great tune. And, uh, man, we've had a bunch of King Storm songs in the past, like, few months, which have been amazing. And then, uh, not just still, we had new partners in crime as well. So, you know, it's it's awesome that he has so many side projects. It's kind of hard to keep them straight sometimes, but what a great tune. And just love the collaboration. Like, a great uh, song. And, very cool and definitely fitting to, to with with um, my organization of the list today. Kind of kind of drop it down just a, just a step and a half, but not too much. You know, so maybe half an octave. We'll see if that would. But anyway, great tune. Love it, man. And I can't wait for working storm. Yeah, no, it's a really good combination. He's he's brilliant. Ron is brilliant at um, collaborating and finding the right people to collaborate with and just doing different things and playing on different strengths. You know, his vocal, and this is absolutely quality. Uh, it's kind of fast paced, you know, always use your illusion, Guns N' Roses style, kind of fast paced okay. uh, kind of tune. Um, and it just, yeah, it just sounds great. <laughs> it's just a really good, badass rock and roll, man. Um, yeah, absolutely love it. It's brilliant. Oh, yeah. Duff man, duff man. <laughs> uh, I, I actually sent the, I actually texted that gift to, to Kim the other day <laughs> I can't remember why but it's like blah 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 something. Then I was like, it's like oh I got it I was like oh perfect it's like tough man tough man tough man like, so. don't even need the context just yeah, I exactly. love the fact that you sent the gift <laughs> which is just my, my own personal music course but thankfully she laughed I thought it was funny but yeah, well, there you go, you know. one thing I am going to do in the next like before the end of the show is there is an app called Reface and it refaces we talked about this the other week and I'm gonna start terrified, to, it's yeah, terrifying. I, I'm gonna start posting my refaces because I've done quite a few and if, <laughs> if, if anybody who's uh, my friend on Facebook uh, have knows it's uh, uh, Dr. Clyde Bones and uh, what I did was there was a reface so uh, it was a John Travolta so it was from Pulp Fiction so you know it put my face in there so I took a still shot of the infamous you know um a trench a trench coat on his arm and the, the yeah turn, right so i took a still shot and put this my profile pic <laughs> and and funny enough really like, i come expecting this but funny enough a friend of ours said oh my god that's an amazing costume it's not a costume it's, it's, it's super <laughs> it's like, you know, like my face is superimposed on john travolta's character and then like something like, I thought you were going to say something. Oh my god, I never realized how much you looked like him. Yeah. And then, oh, let's see which two. I'm not sure if anybody noticed. Uh, uh, so yesterday, uh, when um, John Michi did did his uh, uh, um, no uh, follow Friday, so you know everybody followed each other, which is great because that's the point of it. And mm-hmm. uh, and I I, I should Michelle give him thanks. But what I did is since there's no uh, Nicolas Cage movies on this Three Face app, they have gifts. So I did a gif with my face on Nicolas Cage and I put that I said thank you I'm not sure if everybody knows but he's like looking for this movie I was like yes yes <laughs> but I'm not sure if anybody knows <clears throat> anybody knows but I posted that <clears throat> excuse me so yeah I posted that yesterday I thought it was pretty funny but <laughs> not sure if anyone knows but you know who cares so I don't think I noticed that but I'm going to have to go out of a look now yeah yeah please do if, if, not, if not I will be posting all that stuff uh, like one by one in a few minutes but next up, it's obviously terrifying. So <laughs> it's, it's terrifying. Oh man, they're funny. I mean, especially. Oh, I, it's I funny. Did, I, I did. Yeah. I did Mr. Bean one. The Mr. Bean, 
Mr. Bean one that came up is when he's on the roller coaster and he's falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I showed Kim, and Kim's like, oh my God. And she's always crying. She's laughing so hard, right? So, so I'll post that one first. But anyways, before that, let's get to more music. We have brand new Dewey Lamb. <clears throat> and as soon as I saw it, new uh, Dewey Lamb song, I was like, oh, I'm all over that. So I, I caught it, and I bought it on Bandcamp, and we were playing tonight, and she's been a big fan of the show and helping us out as well. So this is Dewey Lamb and Working on the Line. Dig this. <laughs> Just walking by 
know, man, that was funky and poppy, and that was really, really cool. I loved her vocals of that, and just I, it's such a, a cool, badass groove, man. Like, that was definitely groovy, baby. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, Gene Lam is, is all about groove, isn't it? It's kind of funky, chilled out pop music. It's just, yeah, I think she's really talented. Well, say she there's a whole load oh, yeah. of them in the band you might remember um yeah i see tons in fact i bought you this was the one where i bought you was it for your birthday or something yes see there yes um and i re- the reason i bought you i don't know if i ever explained it. the reason i bought you that um is because i bought myself a coffee and when it arrived i was sort of like a, a child when i opened up this box <laughs> and it had like all these like kind of homemade oh yeah yeah like little amazing. dice and these homemade cards and just all this kind of stuff that was just like oh this is brilliant oh, yeah, no, <laughs> something agree, man. you could cut out wasn't there i think like it's a traffic code or <laughs> um yeah it was really random but really cool um yeah so i yeah i think julie lamb i think it's the julie lamb outfit is the the name uh, now isn't it but um I, I think they're absolutely brilliant super talented um, she's obviously a great band leader with brilliant brilliant um people behind her as well um making amazing uh, fun, funky, poppy music, yes, um, and yeah, it's just it's just great. <laughs> it's just really good. So yeah, that was a great tune. I'm really glad they got a new tune out because uh, it's been a while. I think there's another album actually that I don't have, uh, which is on CD. Um, yeah. So I think I'll have another look into that uh, next I, I, band coming Friday. Although I bought a lot of stuff. I mean, a lot of stuff. But I yeah, don't. <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, don't get me started. I think I said last week, like, I'm sure my CD collection has nearly doubled since I gave up smoking. I'm sure. Bank and, and vinyls, and keep on thinking, oh, we should get this, oh. we should get this. You know, like, this thing, like, oh, like, I hope Jurassic 5 has a vinyl, which I've got to check on. Like, there's the, both their albums are really cool. Like, anything. Like, yeah. I, I saw them at actually a uh, Warp Tour in 98, but really cool wow. um, um, uh, hip hop band. And, like, you know, one of the best lines is. I'm the verbal Herman Munster. <laughs> like, that's amazing. <laughs> so, our last song of the night is Brand New Common Cycles, man. Brand New Common Cycles. Oh, yeah. So, this one's called Sinking Again. Dig this.
listening to one of the most heartfelt cum cycle songs ever. And even 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 with, even with the vocals and the at the end was was really cool. Like uh, yeah, it's a great tune and and it was it was nice too because not too long ago um, Joey messed me and goes well got some new uh, stuff sent you soon. And then I see it come out of the bank. I was like okay well you I'm going to buy that right now. <laughs> so in the same day I bought the new Common Cycles. I bought the new Julia Lamb and I, I bought. Uh, the, the the new um, uh, Tamaris, which we'll get to uh, shortly in part two, a song called Run a Mile, and that's one of the things I posted on the Instagram video, uh, well, uh, to my story, and I was able to post a little clip of her song uh, against the, the, the playlist, so very cool, so we'll get to that in part two, but um, yeah, it's, this was a great tune, and absolutely love it. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. I always forget. Is it No Rescue the other band? That he's yes, in? No Rescue. Is that yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Absolutely brilliant tune. Just, I love the. Um, it's actually really difficult to record an acoustic guitar. I discovered um, last year when I was, you know, I've only ever done it in studios and stuff, but actually doing it myself last year is a real pain <laughs> to get like a good sound um, and you know to put things in the right place but this has really got a good sound because it's got that kind of raw beaten up acoustic Kurt Cobain type guitar sound right. um, mm-hmm. but it's actually really hard to do that <laughs> like you can't <laughs> you can't just go oh, just you know record it in a shit way and it'll sound like it because it won't it'll sound shit and he's made it sound really good um, but like a kind of crappy guitar i guess um if you know what i mean it's just a well-produced you know, perfect sound um that's really cool and then his vocals are stunning on that aren't they really really good vocal i am gonna have to message him uh just because like i told you off here that he's gonna book out now as well and uh i'm not sure if it's on amazon or it's available but uh, it's a decent price which i will be picking up a copy of as well but i'll try to get the link from him um so i'll uh, nice what he's up to and see if he's available. Well, not available. See if he can, if he messaged me back. So, which he will. He just depends whether it's tonight during the show or whatever, right? So, yeah. So, okay. Well, so that's going to do for part one. So, we're going to take a quick break and, like, we think 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Good. Okay. All right. So, we'll be back in about 15, 20 for part two. And just a crazy spiral down the rabbit hole, kicking it off with a brand new Good Race from the new EP Breather, which is on their band camp right now. So, you can pick that up. So, uh, like normal, we're going to let uh, Dr. Creaker take us out. So, we'll talk to you soon. Memory banks of the supercomputer. Woo! Shrinky ding that! Krigger out!